0: Hi, I'm Lori Yoder. It's October 25th, and this is The Bible in a Year with Maple City Chapel. The readings for today are Jeremiah 48 through 22 2 Timothy 4, Psalms 95-96-13, Proverbs 26-9-12. Jeremiah 48. This message was given concerning Moab. This is what the Lord of Heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says. What sorrow awaits the city of Nebo? It will soon lie in ruins. The city of Caratheum will be humiliated and captured. The fortress will be humiliated and broken down. No one will ever brag about Moab again, for in Heshbon there is a plot to destroy her. Come, they say, we will cut her off from being a nation. The town of Madmen, too, will be silenced. The sword will follow you there. Listen to the cries of Haranaim, cries of devastation and great destruction. All Moab is destroyed. Her little ones will cry out. Her refugees weep bitterly, climbing the slope to Luhith. They cry out in terror, descending the slope of Haranaim. Flee for your lives, hide in the wilderness, because you have trusted in your wealth and skill. You will be taken captive. Your god Chamosh, with his priests and officials, will be hauled off to the distant lands. All the towns will be destroyed, and no one will escape, either on the plateaus or in the valleys, for the Lord has spoken. Oh, that Moab had wings, so that she could fly away, for her towns will be left empty, with no one living in them. Cursed are those who refuse to do the Lord's work, who hold back their swords from shedding blood. From his earliest history, Moab has lived in peace, never going into exile. He is like a wine that has been allowed to settle. He has not been poured from flask to flask. He is now fragrant and smooth. But the time is coming soon, says the Lord, when I will send men to pour him from his jar. They will pour him out, then shatter the jar. At last, Moab will be ashamed of his idol Chemosh, as the people of Israel were ashamed of their gold calf at Bethel. You used to boast, we are heroes, mighty men of war, but now Moab and his towns will be destroyed. His most promising youth are doomed to slaughter, says the king, whose name is the Lord of heaven's armies. Destruction is coming fast for Moab. Calamity threatens ominously. You friends of Moab, weep for him and cry. See how the strong scepter is broken, how the beautiful staff is shattered. Come down from your glory and sit in the dust, you people of Dibon. For those who destroy Moab will shatter Dibon too. They will tear down all your towers, you people of Aror. Stand beside the road and watch. Shout to those who flee from Moab. What has happened there? And the reply comes back. Moab lies in ruins, disgraced. Weep and wail. Tell it by the banks of the Arnon River. Moab has been destroyed. Judgment has been poured out on the towns of the plateau, on Holland and Jahaz and Mephath, on Dibon and Nebo and Diblathaim on Kirithaim and Beth-Gamal and Beth-Meon, on Kiriath and Bezariah, all the towns of Moab far and near. The strength of Moab has ended. His arm has been broken, says the Lord. Let him stagger and fall like a drunkard, for he has rebelled against the Lord. Moab will wallow in his own vomit, ridiculed by all. Did you not ridicule the people of Israel? Were they caught in the company of thieves that you should despise them as you do? You people of Moab, flee from your towns and live in the caves. Hide like doves that nest in the clefts of the rocks. We have heard of the pride of Moab, for his pride is very great. We know of his lofty pride, his arrogance, and his haughty heart. I know about his insolence, says the Lord, but his boasts are empty. His as empty as his deeds. So now I will wail for Moab. Yes, I will mourn for Moab. My heart is broken for the men of Kirhashireth. You people of Sibmah, rich in your vineyards, I will weep for you even more than I did for Jazir. Your spreading vines once reached as far as the Dead Sea, but the destroyer has stripped you bare. He has harvested your grapes and summer fruits. Joy and gladness are gone from the fruitful Moab. The presses yield no wine, yet no one treads the grapes with shouts of joy. There is shouting, yes, but not for joy. Instead, their awful cries of terror can be heard from Heshbon, clear across eliah Lay, and Jahaz, from Zoar, all the way to name, and Eglath-Shelishalah. Even the waters of Nimrim are dried up now. I will put an end to Moab, says the Lord, for the people offer sacrifices at the pagan shrines and burn incense to their false gods. My heart moans like a flute from Moab and Kirharasheth, for all their wealth has disappeared. The people shave their heads and beards in mourning. They slash their ha- hands and put on clothes made of burlap there is crying and sorrow in every moabite home and on every street for i have smashed moab like an old unwanted jar how it is shattered hear the wailing see the shame of moab it has become an object of ridicule an example of ruin to all its neighbors This is what the Lord says. Look, the enemy swoops down like an eagle, spreading its wings over Moab. Its cities will fall, and its strongholds will be seized. Even the mightiest warriors will be in anguish like a woman in labor. Moab will no longer be a nation, for it has boasted against the Lord. Terror and traps and snares will be your lot, O Moab, says the Lord. Those who flee in terror will fall into a trap, and those who escape the trap will step into a snare. I will see to it that you do not get away, for the time of judgment has come, says the Lord. The people flee as far as Heshbon, but are unable to go on, for a fire comes from Heshbon, King Sion's ancient home, to devour the entire land with all its rebellious people. What sorrow awaits you, O people of Moab, the people of the god Cheshmash, are destroyed. Your sons and your daughters have been taken away as captives, but I will restore the fortunes of Moab in the days to come. I, the Lord, have spoken. And this is the end of Jeremiah's prophecy concerning Moab. Jeremiah 49. This message was given concerning the Ammonites. This is what the Lord says. Are there no descendants of Israel to inherit the land of Gad? Why are you who worship Molech, living in your towns. In the days to come, says the Lord, I will sound the battle cry against your city of Rabbah. It will become desolate, it will become a desolate heap of ruins, and the neighboring towns will be burned. Then Israel will take back the land you took from her, says the Lord. Cry out, O Heshbon, for the town of Ai was destroyed. Weep, O people of Rabbah, Put on your clothes of mourning, weep and wail, hiding in the hedges, for your god Molech, with his priests and officials, will be hauled off to distant lands. You are proud in your fertile valleys, but they will soon be ruined. You trusted in your wealth, you rebellious daughter, and thought that no one could ever harm you. But look. I will bring terror upon you, says the Lord, the Lord of heaven's armies. Your neighbors will chase you from the land, and no one will help your exiles as they flee. But I will restore the fortunes of the Ammonites. In the days to come, I, the Lord, have spoken. This message was given concerning Edom. This is what the Lord of heaven's armies says. Is there no wisdom in Taman? Is there no one left to give wise counsel? turn and flee, hide in the deep caves, you people of Dedan, for when I bring disaster on Edom, I will punish you too. Those who harvest grapes will always leave a few for the poor. If thieves came at night, they would not take everything, but I will strip bare the land of Edom, and there will be no place left to hide. Its children, its brothers, and its neighbors will all be destroyed, and Edom itself will be no more. But I protect the orphans, who remain among you. Your widows, too, can depend on me for help. And this is what the Lord says, If the innocent must suffer, how much more must you? You will not go unpunished. You must drink this cup of judgment. For I have sworn it by my own name, says the Lord, that Basra will become an object of horror and a heap of ruins. It will be mocked and cursed. All its towns and villages will be desolate forever. I have heard a message from the Lord That an ambassador was sent to the nations to say, form a coalition against Edom and prepare for battle. The Lord says to Edom, I will cut you down to size among the nations. You will be despised by all. You have been deceived by the fear you inspire in others and by your own pride. You live in a rock fortress and control the mountain heights. But even if you make your nest among the peaks with the eagles, I will bring you crashing down, says the Lord. Edom will be an object of horror. All who pass by will be appalled and will gasp at the destruction they see there. It will be like the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah and their neighboring towns, says the Lord. No one will live there. No one will inhabit it. I will become like a lion from the thickets of the Jordan, leaping on the sheep in the pasture. I will chase Edom from its land, and I will appoint the leaders of my choice. For who is like me and who can challenge me? What ruler can oppose my will? Listen to the Lord's plans against Edom and the people of Taman. Even the little children will be dragged off like sheep, and their homes will be destroyed. The earth will shake with the noise of Edom's fall, and its cry of despair will be heard all the way to the Red Sea. Look, the enemy swoops down like an eagle, spreading his wings over Basra. Even the mightiest warriors will be in anguish like a woman in labor. 2 Timothy 4. I solemnly urge you in the presence of God and Christ Jesus, who will someday judge the living and the dead when he comes to be set up in his kingdom, preach the word of God, be prepared, whether the time is favorable or not, patiently correct, rebuke, and encourage your people with good teaching, for a time is coming when people will no longer listen to the sound of and wholesome teaching." They will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. They will reject the truth and chase after myths. But you should keep a clear mind in every situation. Don't be afraid of suffering for the Lord. Work at telling others the good news and fully carry out the ministry God has given you. As for me, my life has already been poured out as an offering to God. The time of my death is near. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, and I have remained faithful. And now the prize awaits me, the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on the day of his return. And the prize is not just for me, but for all who eagerly look forward to his appearing. Timothy, Please come as soon as you can. Damas has deserted me because he loves the things of this life and has gone to Thessalonica. Crescens has gone on to Galatia, and Titus has gone on to Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Bring Mark when you come, for he will be helpful to me in my ministry. I sent Titius to Ephesus. When you come, be sure to bring the coat I left at Carpus at Troas. Also bring my books, and especially my papers. Alexander the coppersmith did me much harm, but the Lord will judge him for what he has done. Be careful of him, for he fought against everything we said. The first time I was brought before the judge, no one came with me, everyone abandoned me. May it not be counted against them, but the Lord stood with me and gave me strength so that I might preach the good news in its entirety for all the Gentiles to hear. And he rescued me from certain death. Yes, the Lord will deliver me from every evil attack and will bring me safely into his heavenly kingdom. All glory to the Lord, to God, forever and ever. Amen. Give my greetings to Priscilla and Achilla and to those living in the household of Onesiphorus. Erastus stayed at Corinth and left Tromithus sick at Miletus. Do your best to get here before winter. Eubulus sends you greetings, and so do Pudens, Linus, Claudia, and all the brothers and sisters. May the Lord be with you in spirit, and may his grace be with all of you. Psalms 95. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come to him with thanksgiving. Let us sing psalms of praise to him. For the Lord is a great God, a great king above all gods. He holds us in his hands and the depths of the earth and the mightiest mountains. The sea belongs to him for he made it and his hands form the dry land too. Come let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our maker for he is our God. We are the people he watches over the flock under his care. If only you would listen to his voice today. The Lord says don't harden your hearts as Israel did at Meribah, as they did at Massah in the wilderness. For there your ancestors tested and tried my patience, even though they saw everything I did. For forty years I was angry with them, and I said, They are a people whose hearts turn away from me. They refuse to do what I tell them, so in my anger I took an oath, they will never enter my place of rest. Psalms 96 Sing a new song to the Lord. Let the whole earth sing to the Lord. Sing to the Lord, praise His name. Each day proclaim the good news that He saves. Publish His glorious deeds among the nations. Tell everyone about the amazing things He does. Great is the Lord. He is the most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods. The gods of other nations are mere idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty surround Him. Strength and beauty fill His sanctuary. O nations of the world, recognize the Lord. Recognize that the Lord is glorious and strong. Give to the Lord the glory he deserves. Bring your offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord with all his holy splendor. Let all the earth tremble before him. Tell all the nations the Lord reigns. The world stands firm and cannot be shaken. He will judge all peoples fairly. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. Let the sea and everything in it shout his praise. Let the fields and their crops burst out with joy. Let the trees of the forest sing for joy before the Lord, for he is coming. He is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world with justice and the nations with his truth. Proverbs 26, 9 through 12. A proverb in the mouth of a fool is like a thorny branch brandished by a drunk. An employer who hires a fool or a bystander is like an archer who shoots at random. As a dog returns to its vomit, so a fool repeats his foolishness. There is more hope for fools than for people who think they are wise.